Welcome to the Smith and Rowland Show. Let's join our host, Alan Smith and Jeff Rowland. The sun is still shining this morning. Jesus could return today. And if by chance you get to hear this podcast before the return of Christ, you'll be exposed to truth that will enlighten you, challenge you, thrill you, convict you, and leave you saying, my, my, is there no end to those men's talents? <laughs> Why do you take me through this every morning? I mean, it's not once a week. It is every morning. I have to endure your opening comments. <laughs> it's it, the joy of my it, world. Uh, it tears me up, makes me giggle at the same time. Uh, it, <laughs> I can't help myself. And I know this. I've heard you do this for 40 years now. That's right. That's exactly right. There's <laughs> well, listen, just we, no end to it. We need to laugh a little bit because we got a serious topic. Yes, to we about do. This morning, Jeff, we got war in Israel and we got people trying to cut off our diesel fuel and our gas <laughs> yeah and then we're messing up with our food supply and they're putting they're changing it and messing with it and they're growing chicken and beef in labs now but we got the whole church and or the charismatic church world is focused on mike bickle it seems to, and i understand the concern i'm not downplaying that but i'm like well, uh, if we could, if we could get this much concern about things we need to, about other things, I would be more impressed. Does uh, it not seem odd to you, or ironic rather, that Mike Bickle's big calling was to prayer? Yeah, and yeah. you decided wonderfully all of the issues that we're facing, and there's many more. If ever there's been a need for prayer, it's now, That's and right. yet there is this attack against the house of prayer. So we That's, should not be alarmed at that or surprised, rather, that there is an attack levied against the weapon that we have to make differences and change in this world is through prayer. Mm -hmm. This is exactly right. Well, we got a lot of people of our listeners maybe don't know who Mike Bickle is, Jeff, but Mike Bickle is the founder and leader of, it's called the International House of Prayer, IHOP, kind of like the IHOP pancake. Yeah. Actually, there was one time IHOP Pancake came against him for using that name, and I don't know if they went to court or whatever. Anyway, they settled that they could use IHOP as their low, kind of logo, but it, their name is International House of Prayer. They actually got that name, I think, through a prophecy through one of the guys. But nonetheless, Mike Bickle started the House International House of Prayer, I'm thinking, 25, 30 years ago, Jeff. He was pastor of a church there in Kansas City. I think it's called the Forerunner Church, perhaps. I could be off a little bit on my name. No, I think that's right. No, I that's think right. that's right. Yeah. He started that church. Uh, Bob Jones was with him. There, uh, Paul Kane. Uh, it was kind of a. It was centered around the prophetic movement, which some <laughs> embrace, some call it heresy, and we know all the different yeah. opinions about the prophetic movement. But Mike Bickle was the founder of that, and I have actually been in a conference with Mike a couple of times. Uh, just met him casually. Mm -hmm. I do not know him personally. But these there are some allegations now that surfaced about Mike Bickle. It's all over the internet if you're in those streams, I'm sure. I think Dr. Mm -hmm. Brown, Michael Brown, has been talking about it for the last few days. And, yeah. and everybody's weighing in now on their opinions. It seems that there's some ladies that come forward accusing him of sexual misconduct as leader of the IHOP in Kansas City there. And also, Jeff, there's, there's IHOP, or International House of Prayer, 
organizations all over the world. And yeah. and I might I might add that he made a call, I don't know, three or four months ago, Jeff, as a, for a fast and prayer for Israel. Now, this is right before the war. And of course, yeah. now his church is known as, a, and he is a prophetic church, and it is rather prophetic that he made this call just right before Israel was invaded by Hamas. But he had this, I forget how many days, 30 to 40 days or so, days of fasting and prayer. The thing went viral. It went global, Jeff, all mm-hmm. over the world. Yeah, There was millions of people that joined that fast and prayer for Israel. Absolutely nothing like it to date as far as praying for Israel. This went totally bonkers. And so now here we got this coming out, these allegations against Mike, just right on the heels of that. And I mean, no doubt he stirred up some of the gates of hell, no doubt. And this, I'd like to say just here at the beginning, Jeff, that we're not saying that Mike's guilty or not guilty, but I am saying that Mike's guilt or not guilt still needs to be done on their local level, I think, there. And then you still can't, it's hard for me to not see that this big move of prayer, if Mike did do some of these things, and I listen, I've been in a lot of councils where these things were talked about. Not the only thing I can tell you is this, usually 75% or more of what you're seeing on the internet is not true. And, that, yeah. and that's just been my experience. And I'm not, of course, I mean, how many things need to be true for it to be wrong? <laughs> well, of course, one, one thing's all it needs. So it's not like you're keeping score where you got 10, you got 10 mark, you got 15 marks. One's too many. But nonetheless, I think that is an issue that can be dealt with. If he is guilty, then there's repentance. And then you're, I mean, that's what we do, Jeff. That's what I believe in forgiveness and repentance. And you get back on the wall. That's yeah, the way that's you right. I mean, we've been involved in a lot of these situations and had to bring correction or pastoral. Yes. I mean, we've done so many, we're about sick of hearing about them, but nonetheless, they're here and we have to deal with them. But I'm, I believe that just on the onset here is that, you know, you and I have talked about, and I think you're going to speak about Christians using Facebook as spiritual courtroom. Yeah, and because what, when I heard the news, I go back in my mind for about three decades now, scandals like this, which me and you both know, Alan, as long as people are a part of a church, there's going to be some type of scandal. It started at the, when the church started. But mm-hmm. over the last three decades or so, it seems that the church has taken a worldly approach to how we deal with and how we respond to these things That's than right. we are a biblical approach. I, right. My concern is not, I don't know Mike Bickle at all. I don't know whether he's guilty or whether he's innocent. But I do know this. So far, the way this has been handled is seriously wrong. Mm -hmm. There's nothing that has happened about the way this has been handled so far Mm -hmm. that is right. I'm not just speaking about the church leadership there at IHOP. I do believe they've made some strategic errors and biblical errors. And I'm not doubting their sincerity or calling those men into questioning their sincerity at all. But I do believe there's a little lack of wisdom in how to handle a situation like this. Mm -hmm. And all we're doing is adding fuel to what Satan's target is to begin with. So I have some deep concerns about that. I really do. And I'm just real tired of us taking the church and we call it a spiritual organization. We call it all these different things. But can I tell you, these things are not being handled in a spiritual way. They're being handled in a worldly way. Mm-hmm. And I don't, mm-hmm. I just don't like that. I don't think God's pleased with it either. 
No, I don't either. And that's always been mine, your concern of, you know, I, I know that a lot of people in the church, Jeff, believe that if a leader sins, all right, you just need to put all the details on Facebook. <laughs> and there again, I'm not approaching this that he's guilty or not, because we have not heard from Mike until yeah. I hear from Mike Bickle then I'll take, I mean, it's about him. It's not about everybody else. And one thing I know about Mike is I have been with Mike and th this I'll say, Jeff, that man loves the word of God in the kingdom of God. Yes. Now that much you cannot, you can't take that away from him now. I just, there's no way. Well, I'll now, be honest I, with I've been with now. him and I know that's true. Yeah. I, I've got one of his books in my collection and the book he wrote on passion for Jesus. You can't yeah. read that book and not tell this guy's been with the Lord yeah, and yeah. whether you like him, whether you don't like him or whatever you believe about the situation, this whole thing has not been handled correctly at all. Yeah. And, yeah. Well, it, they could have definitely improved it. Jeff, you and I have talked about because we've been in these situations several times and you and I were talking about, they had their church service. They had a statement that was released on the internet and they had a statement released, I guess, to their church. And then they did that this past Sunday. Uh, you and I have talked about how they could improve that a little bit on Sunday. There again, we're not hanging them out to dry. We're using this as an example of what to consider when trying to deal in it. Because it was, it was obvious that those leaders were distraught. It's obvious that the enemy has really using this to his advantage. And I know those leaders are trying to do the best they know how. Absolutely. But that's that's reason sometimes it is good to have outside leaders or somebody to come in and help direct traffic because of the devastation that the enemy, I mean, I'll put it where it belongs, that the enemy is stirring. They've taken a direct hit. And I think it's because of their prayer and what they've stood for. And you can say, well, yeah, Mike Bickle this, Mike Bickle that. Listen, this thing's bigger than Mike Bickle. It's so you, far. I mean, come on. Yeah, I mean, it's, I mean it's, come on. Yeah, it's bigger. This is, if you can't see that, you can't yeah. see very far. It's uh, so much bigger than Mike Bickle. And you and I were discussing just a few things that would have helped that group, uh, those leaders, Sunday morning service. Do yeah. you want to bring up uh, one or two of those things that? Yeah, I'd like to at least well, bring up two of them or at least touch on yes. two of them. I touch think, on two of them. I, I think, think it'd be uh, good for people. Yeah, and I'm speaking from a pastor's experience. Yes. And I will say this. I think one mistake that they made in the with the leadership is they immediately, upon these allegations, they silenced Mike Bickle. Mm -hmm. And mm -hmm. that was wrong. So in their statement to the church, they would have been far ahead had they had Mike Bickle standing up there with them, who is the leader of that congregation, who's the leader of that International That's House right. of Prayer movement. He should have been standing there with them with some type of prepared statement. If you're going to mm -hmm. go public, then That's you need right. to be ready to go public That's from right. all or of the leadership concerned. That's, right. That's the first thing. Second thing that I would say, and I hate we have to use this kind of terminology, but if, in fact, these are just mere allegations with no evidence to prove them and it proves out to be untrue, you have damaged Mike Bickle by silencing him now. Mm -hmm. You should mm -hmm. never have done that because in the article I wrote, I finished with a line that God forgives and forgets. Unfortunately, people don't. So the damage mm -hmm. has already been done, especially by silencing him. That's a strategic error. And I think that if a man's going to walk in leadership, part of the price and part of the higher standard of being in leadership 
is to speak to issues, not to be silenced. That's right. Even if the that's issues right. are around you. So mm-hmm. I think that showed a little bit of poor leadership. The second thing I'd like to mention is this. If these allegations be proven true, Mike Bickle does not need pastoral counseling. Mm-hmm. This is the time. And whether people believe this doctrinally or not, we can argue over terms. But I would say that pastoral counseling is not the answer. The apostolic mm-hmm. voice would mm-hmm. be what would be required to bring mm-hmm. about restoration. If I could just mm-hmm. speak to one other point, Alan, I'd like for you to yeah. respond to this. And I'm going to write a, another article concerning this situation about this topic. But John chapter 15 talks about how that you know the story, how the vine falls, the branch falls from the vine, and it, it's down yeah. in the dirt. And the vine dresser comes, he picks up the branch out of the dirt, he washes the branch off, and he places that branch right back to the place where it fell from. Mm-hmm. True mm-hmm. restoration is mm-hmm. not in trying to find an allegation that will destroy a man to the point that he can no longer serve. True restoration is about immediately engaging in the restoration process of putting someone back to the place from whence they fell. That's exactly and, and right, Jeff. So everything around this situation needs to be geared toward the hope of repentance and complete restoration. Otherwise, you have nothing but ruin. That's you're right. going to ruin the man's family. You're going to ruin the man's life. And you're going to ruin his calling. And mm-hmm. let me just say, as one that speaks from experience as well, the greatest tragedy that you can have on this earth is to have a calling that that is without repentance and no place to use it. And if you don't have a place to use it, you will drive yourself completely insane. Mm -hmm. And I fear that's the path that's been chosen because they've followed worldly philosophy. Quite honestly, Alan, and we've talked about this as well, the way they're handling this kind of comes from the Me Too movement more Mm -hmm. than it does the Word of God movement. Yeah, I agree. And I've got a problem Mm -hmm. with that. I've just got Mm -hmm. a problem with implying worldly wisdom. You're a farmer. You also minister in a church. You know as well as I do. You cannot Mm -hmm. run a church the way you run a farm. You just can't Mm -hmm. do it. Now, there's some parallels and all of those types of things. You cannot run a church like a business You've got to run the church based off of the constitution of the kingdom of God. And so there is a a vast difference in some of the way that we should be conducting our business. And like I say, this started three decades ago, you know, and when you had the fall of Jim Baker, you had the Mm -hmm. fall of Jimmy Swaggart, and all of Mm -hmm. these things were aired publicly on television instead of handled among the leadership of the church and dealt with in that fashion. Mm-hmm. I have to be reminded of the fact that Peter denied he even knew the Lord, and the third time he did it, he even cussed. But 50 days later, he's the preacher at Pentecost. That's right. So somebody needs to get a grip. Somebody uh, needs to get when this dark world gets a hold of. Listen, Jeff, without the presence of the Holy Spirit in our lives, we are capable of anything. Can you hear what exactly. I'm saying? I absolutely now that, now I know a lot said. of people, they might be offended by that statement. But outside of the presence of the Holy Spirit being in your life, you are capable of anything. And it don't matter who you are. 
doesn't matter a bit who you are. Or what position that's, you hold. That's exactly or right. Or what now. position you hold. But Jeff, we're also, it's, we still got about five minutes here, and we're going to be doing several podcasts on yes, this. Yes, we will. Uh, yeah. on this topic but yeah. we believe you and i and we've discussed it when we're in these situations to stand before church and go public without mike being there you can say well mike wasn't in shape to be there well okay you don't wait, do wait till, till he, he is shape that's, that's right exactly. don't do it till he is in shape yeah and you and don't you get might... up and i got a problem with this you don't get up and say well now there's allegations that are being investigated no 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 you don't uh-huh. do that you wait till you have all the information, and then, then you come before you, the local body right, that you right. minister from. And you say, yeah. we have looked into these allegations. They're either That's true or exactly false. right. Everything right. now is left out there speculative. And now, Jeff, I've even experienced where one person posted these things against Mike Bickle. Another person said, listen, don't pay any attention to this woman for posting this. And then this woman said, well, that man who said that about me, he made passes at me. Yeah, that's right. Sex, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. So so now, now what you, you got, a, yeah, you know, I mean, everybody's, right. what I do know is we got everybody throwing each other under the bus. Yeah, that's right. You that's see, right. so when you have, once allegations are a very, very dangerous thing. And well, that's the reason in allegations, Jeff, our experience has been we work out the allegations before we go public. That's exactly words, we, right. We, we that's do right. our investigations and all of that before you go. Yeah. And, and see, the reason is you got all of these people saying these allegations are out there. But if you don't let Mike speak, you're saying he's you're already it gives you condemned him. You, yeah. It gives the idea that you're already condemning him. Yeah, and that's right problem i have is the enemy wants us to condemn people out of allegations and you can say and you can say well ali you don't understand i know one of them well i'm sorry that still ain't good enough for me Uh, no it ain't me neither because i've been in some i'm not saying there again i don't like to say you got mike bickle then you got the victims what we don't understand is they're all victims including mike and that's right if mike's not being a victim now i don't know what you call it well, and, uh, and I so be, it's a I spiritual battle. It's a spiritual yeah. thing. And let me tell you, Alan, even the use of words brings me pause. I didn't write this in the article. I had it wrote down and then I deleted it because and started over again because I, I didn't want to be this obtruse. But since we're doing a podcast, you know, I just sort of let it all fly. So I'm going <laughs> to say this. Go ahead. To use the word victim, that, that would judgment. imply. Yeah, that also implies yeah that Mike Bickle raped these women. Now, if they're mm-hmm. willing participants in something, then there wasn't victims. If they was a willing participant, they're as much at fault as Mike Bickle is. And I go back to the woman taken in adultery. The Pharisees wanted Jesus to stone the woman taken in adultery. Well, where was the man? Why didn't they get the man? <laughs> he right. was just as guilty. That's so, right. I'm saying that there is this call. Well, that's proof. That's proof that it's prematurely put out yes. there. That's what right. we're saying. Yeah. It's prematurely put out. Yeah. Now, the leadership couldn't help if somebody posted it on Facebook. I know they couldn't help that. But that is when you say to Mike Bickle, Mike Bickle, it does not matter how you feel. You're going to get behind that pulpit and you're going to speak right. because that's, that's right. the price of leadership. That's right. That's the price of leadership. And it's Mm -hmm. hard. It's a hard thing to do. If Mm -hmm. he's guilty, confess it. Repent Mm -hmm. before God. David said against thee and thee only have I sinned and done this evil in thy sight. If he's Mm -hmm. guilty, confess it. 
repent Mm -hmm. and let's get on with restoration and let's don't Mm -hmm. sit on the sidelines for a year trying to take a sabbatical. Repentance is a, it's the biggest supernatural miracle out there for Christians is repentance and forgiveness. Yes, that's right. Is it, that's I mean, it sets exactly. everything right. Like it's, and now most Christians don't believe it. I mean, everybody thinks, well, you needs to be. You know, I mean, I've been through all that stuff. If you have true repentance, I think you're truly forgiven. And of course, I've worked with leaders all my life, and I've been in these situations. And the only criticism that I've had for my style of working with leaders and when with problems is they claim I put it back in the pulpit too quick. Yeah, well, and I that's said, you don't, you don't, yeah, I, I, well, to me it is too, but that's the criticism that I've always incurred. And I was, will say this, ladies and gentlemen, I can testify to the fact that Alan does do that. He puts people back in the pulpit as quickly as he possibly that's can. As quick I've as been it. candidate of that very it, thing. It, it's the only thing that brings true healing. That's it, absolutely. You got to let a, a true repentive man has to preach out of where he's at. That's exactly right. That's just that's, exactly right. And I know people don't understand that, but a truly repentive man has to preach out of where he's at. And it's, no not that, it's not that God hasn't forgiven him. He said he has to forgive himself. That's and exactly so, right. And there ain't one way to do it. You got to preach it out. <laughs> you if you don't, it out. you yeah. see, the problem is if a man's guilty or preacher or Mike or anybody, I don't care what you put on the internet. That ain't what's killing him or will kill him. Right. It's what he thinks of himself that'll kill That's him. exactly right. Yeah, and boy. Uh, so you have to let him preach it out. And I know people don't understand that. And I don't expect him to. Yeah. But it's just the truth. And that's the reason you and I have our opinion on this situation about with Mike. Of course, you'd have, I'd have to talk with Mike before I could say where you are or whatever. Yeah. And I do say, I will say this, though, Jeff. And I wanted to talk on your article, but we'll do that in tomorrow if it's okay. Sure. Yeah. But with Mike... I think it's important we do not pass any judgment till we hear from Mike. That's exactly and then, right. And then, and then let Mike speak for himself. Everybody's got yeah. their ideas. I tell you, Rick Joyner said something to me one time, Jeff, and it's probably, it's a simplistic truth, but it's one of the biggest truths I've ever heard in my life, just to be honest with you. Mm-hmm. And Rick was talking to me and he said, we were talking about accusations against people and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And he said, he said, Alan, the only reason you will agree with the accuser is because you have a alt or you have something in your heart of like manner towards someone else or towards that individual. Wow. He said, that's the reason you agree with the accuser. In other words, somebody will say something about somebody that you don't particularly like, or you've got a little something against. It doesn't have to be much. Yeah. And somebody will say something, you'll say, yeah, yeah, well, that doesn't surprise me. I, yeah, well, I was looking for that to happen. And Rick said... What happens is if you don't have, if your heart, you, as he said, it's amazing how many alts you can say that the Bible, the King James said, causes an, an alt yeah. or an offense, uh-huh. small or big. He said, it doesn't make any difference. Alan. He said, if you got a little alt or offense against somebody or, or it could be somebody like another person, then somebody comes out with an accusation, automatically you agree with it. Yeah. So there's a lot of people right now, the only thing we know is accusations. But there's yeah, a lot right. of people is already condemned, Mike, or whatever. And the reason is you've got some kind of offense against another leader, could even be Mike, or another leader like Mike, or whatever. So that offense in you agrees with the accusation. Can you hear what That's I'm saying stuff, there, Jeff? Sure and, and Rick sure. told me that that time, well, and I, I thought that is so true. Yeah. And uh, I, I learned a lot there. So yeah. we need to be careful with Mike Bickle here. 
Yes, and, we do. Uh, and we these need are to just pray accusations. For and yeah. need to pray for all. I've got accusations here, and I'm, that's what they are. They need yeah. to be checked out. They need to, everybody needs to talk it out and see where it is. And of course, yeah. the goal is that everybody's restored. Everybody's restored. 100%. That's right. yeah. And Jeff, we've seen times that everybody was restored. We've experienced all that. And we've seen all that. Yeah. So the goal is from, from Smith and Roland is we're looking for the restoration of everyone. And we're praying that they're ultimately that IHOP, the prayer movement, will go to a new level higher than they yeah. are now. And uh, we're and we're not happy until Mike is fully restored, fully repented, if need be, or yeah. whatever he needs. God's wanting to do something here, and it can take IHOP and Mike Bickle to a higher level. Yes, now, that's can. just the truth, and that's what Absolutely. me and you are shooting for. And I yeah. ask everybody, and we're going to send it out here in the next thirty minutes. But Jeff wrote an article titled "Restoration or Ruin." A response to the allegations against Mike Bickle. And now I it is a very we're gonna have several articles. This several is a, of them, yeah. Incredible yeah. article I think that Jeff's written on Kingdom Prophetic Society. If you'd like to read it, kingdompropheticsociety.org. You can go there under blogs and you can click on Restoration or Ruin, a response to the allegations against Mike Bickle by Jeff Rowland. And I encourage you to read it and let it go viral. Send it out. Yes. It's a good response. Yeah. And we'll and be the, discussing more that to more tomorrow. Yeah, yeah. we'll be discussing it more tomorrow. Okay, okay. Jeff, we, are, we, okay, we better yeah. go and we'll okay. pick it back up. Okay, buddy. All right. Bye-bye. Thank you. See you. Bye. Thank you for joining today's Smith & Rowland Show. You can check out our website at kingdompropheticsociety.org and our daily unplugged podcast at smithandrowlandshow.podbean.com. You can also join us on Amazon, Apple, or Spotify.